welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Shana Dixon. And so we do want to continue, always continuing to bring the conversation back to purpose, but purpose from a little bit of a different angle. And what I'm thinking about, and Tashonda, don't look at me crazy, <laughs> but I'm waiting. <laughs> but I'm like, how can we align our purpose to our investment strategy? And so it feels kind of like an abstract concept. When I think about pursuing purpose in our lives, most often it is associated with income or revenue, right? And so in my mind, there has to be some type of connection with our investment strategy or our financial strategy for our lives. And so if we just start thinking about our younger years, where we're kind of discovering our purpose and, you know, building up our foundational skills, our investment strategy looks at that time very different than the other side. Like if we're in retirement, we are not building skills probably at that time, but we might be just disseminating knowledge and living off of our assets at that time. Do you understand? So do you mean, so I, I get when you're younger, your investment strategy is way more generic, right? Like put money into a 401k or an IRA. But are you saying that as you get older, that shifts? I am absolutely saying that. But what I'm trying to make the connection of is your investment strategy is actually like in that case, it's the investment in yourself and foundational skills, so you thought I was saying investment strategy is yeah. <laughs> okay. 401k, but no, I'm saying you choose, you're choosing at that time to invest in yourself. Okay. I can see that. So I think if I'm understanding you correctly, I would change it a bit mm-hmm. that it's that not about an investment strategy, but it's about aligning your lifestyle to be able to eventually move into what you discovered as your purpose. Right. So when you're young, you're you're just starting out. You don't have a lot of expenses, probably don't have any kids. And so you can spend that time that that's a time in your life where you're getting to know yourself. You're getting to know what it is that I like. I don't like you're having fun. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, I think that that fun decreases and you get a little bit more serious about getting to know yourself. Like around your 30, you're like, I'm going to really know myself. Mm-hmm. And then at around 35 ish, I think it's more about. I realize that I'm getting older. <laughs> and so how can I keep pursuing the thing that I found out about myself early on? And so when I say that, it, it's for me, looking at my scenario, I have started to understand that I want a little bit more freedom as time goes on, that right now I'm okay with having a 50-hour work week. But as I get older, I want more flexibility to do more time with my kids and, and, and travel more and, and do the things that are important to me. And so I have to start kind of offloading <laughs> some right. of my dependency on my work income. And so that's when I think that you were saying investments, but really I'm saying that you are making life decisions for the purpose of being able to pursue those things that you desire. Yeah. I mean, I think we're saying very similar things here and what I'm wanting to isolate is the financial, perhaps the life cycle. I don't know. I'm just, and I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah. So like in the younger years, 
I mean, a lot, a lot of people don't invest when in their young 20s. Not saying that you shouldn't. <laughs> it depends on. I did. <laughs> like, it depends on what what you want to do and, you know, what your long-term goals are. I did. I don't know that I would if I were to be 20 again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would debate that. But, so, yeah. So, a lot of people, you know, may have some, like, small building blocks, right, on, on that front. But the goal, really, is if you have any debt, pay off your debt mm-hmm. and like get a clean bill of health on your finances, yeah. but also to get something probably secure in terms of like a revenue source at that time. And then I think as you grow in your twenties, you're starting to make perhaps some investments. You may get a house, you may, you know, get a condo or something as an introductory before you or around the same time as you make one of the biggest investments <laughs> of your life. Yeah. A partner, a yep. spouse. But yeah, so I'm thinking just of the different milestones, right, that you may encounter throughout your journey. Does that make sense? And so what do you do with those milestones? How does that shift? So I'm not going to put ages on this because everyone is on their own journey. But if I think about general milestones, a big one will probably be paying off debt. And some people I know wait until later to do that. But I have a personal philosophy against, <laughs> you know, trying to invest while you haven't paid off your debt doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my mind unless you're out earning the interest right we talk about that in the building blocks so paying off debt is a big milestone investing in maybe a home or like a you know condo or a living residence right is probably a big milestone marriage you know committing to someone sharing finances and all that that entails children are a huge one But I think it's also, this one is not a finite point, but it kind of, you know, it's over a journey, but your career trajectory, Mm -hmm. right? And what that looks like has a huge impact on your finances, whether you decide to become an entrepreneur or if you just want to climb the ranks or if you just want to switch careers a bunch of times, like all of that has implications for your finances that, that we could think about. I mean, those are some milestones that I can so think of. So those are the milestones, but what happens with it? Like you were saying that. So I guess my big question is how do we align them to our purpose? Or like how does purpose fit into that? And I think you you were reading me a quote about peak peak earning years. And so if we think about that as a milestone, yet like your peak earning years, can can you read that quote for us? <laughs> she's looking for the quote y'all i'm like she ain't ready she is not ready <laughs> so just about when you reach your peak yeah, yeah because so, i think a lot of people don't think about this but this is very important yeah so this is was actually really interesting it says that women reach their peak earning at the age of 44 mm. while uh, earning an average of sixty-six thousand. men reach their peak earning at around 55 earning an average of 101 Right, right. And and I'm not going to argue with the numbers there because I think many people have different responses to the actual figures. But the concept of having a peak earning time, I think, has huge implications on how you spend your time. Yeah. Like, so are you saying that at your peak, you're probably working a lot more? I would imagine so. I would imagine so. But then you need to figure out how that works with like for women, if you're peaking at 44, what does that mean about your kids? Like I was going to say, so my kids kids will be 10 to 14. (laughs) Crap. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. 
and I'm going to make the most. So I'm going to make less when they go to college or if they go to college. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we don't think about the the long game, yeah. like the this whole journey as we're thinking of, well, I'm not going to speak for everyone. I have not thought about this whole journey. Yeah. So I thought about it a little bit. So in terms of, so I didn't know like that number was 44, but I have so many older people around me. Like even when I was younger in my career, I had colleagues who would turn 50 and they would get laid off and it'd take them three years to find a lesser job. And even as I, an employer now, I'm seeking people. I don't want to say that I have an age bias, but the people who appear top of my list are not 50. They're not 60. Right. You, you have a lot of young people who are vying for positions. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Because and, the age range, I mean, the pay rate is in within those numbers that you just stated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little higher, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the competition is different and, and you are perceived different. I think you interview different at an old, older age than you do at a younger age. Um, and then when, when you're older, you, you used to make a lot of money. So you probably have a lot more responsibilities. So right. you probably come off a little bit more desperate, right? In a position and not as confident because you've experienced life because you're not as, as eager as someone who's young and, and who's actually thriving or, or growing in their career. Right. Um, so I think there's just a lot of factors. <laughs> well, impact um your ability to to really continue with that growth yeah so so in that sense the whole concept of retirement makes a lot of sense right like but it sounds like it needs to happen around <laughs> right after your peak earning <laughs> but but i think it, it needs to so oh like honestly just thinking about people in my family my mom when when mom went back to work she made less money than what she made when she was younger um, and she was in her late 40s. Uh, I would probably be here to say she's probably around that 44 right. um, age range. Right. Auntie, when she went back to work, she made less money. And she was around that 44. Right, <laughs> like, it's, right. it's funny. It's hitting me now. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever thought about it. But even I have some colleagues who I told you about. I had one guy who I worked very closely with because uh, my ex-husband actually did his investments. So when he left the company, we I knew how much he whatnot and that when he found a new job he made less and he was actually 50s and i see that all the time and people you know there there are laws i want to make sure i say this you're not supposed to be ageist right <laughs> but i think that there are a lot of other factors that will influence based on a, a, an applicant's age your desire to hire them compared to other people exactly Wow. So I'm, hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Now you're like, ooh, I only have a few more years. Right. No, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. It's like, and I, and I want to keep bringing this purpose back into the conversation, but it's like, how do I pursue my purpose now? Like, what does that look like so I can maximize it, if that makes sense? Like, that's so, what's coming so what to mind for me. So what do you mean about me. purpose? Because I, I think in a, in a previous episode, we were saying that you can't experience your, your purpose in your employment. So are are you saying like preparing for that next phase that may not be in your your career path? Is that what you mean by your purpose? I, I don't know that I understand the question exactly, but what I'm thinking of is is perhaps we have to find our purpose in the area that is in our peaks, you know, it, that we peak in, 
Does that make sense? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm like, guys, are you with her? <laughs> She's like, what the heck is this lady talking about? I know. I this is what happens when I only half think through things, people. It no, makes so, no so what, sense. What I'm challenged with is, is I don't understand what you mean by purpose. And the reason I'm saying that is because for some that career that is ended when you're 44, you could have been working in your purpose. And so are you saying mm. how to make sure that you continue in your purpose regardless of your employment situation? No, okay. no, no, no. I think I figured out the gap. Okay. So I'm saying how you deliver your purpose looks different in these different phases. Okay. And so in your peak phase, it may look like you working a lot or like, you know, running businesses, working 60 hours a week in that purpose area. But when you're older, it might look like giving. Yeah. Like you giving or you teaching, you know, and when you're younger, it might look like you learning how to deliver the purpose. Does that? Yeah, I think it does. So that makes a lot more sense. Finally, (laughs) 15 minutes into the episode. (laughs) That's Um, what I was trying to say in the beginning. (laughs) So, so (laughs) I hear it being all about preparation that Mm -hmm. as, as time goes on, you are, like you said, when you're younger, you're figuring it out. Um, when you get older, maybe it is that your life is different. And I, w- I wouldn't just say in your peak earning career. Like for me, by the time I'm 44, my kids are going to be 10 and 14 and mm-hmm. 15 or something like that. Right. So how how I give now still probably looks different, not just because of my career and the things that I'm going have going on there, but because I'm at a different place in life. I'm giving birth and raising kids and right. and, and all of those things. but. I still, so I, in, in my day-to-day, I still do those things that, that I, I mentioned before. And as I get older, I'm probably going to have a little less energy right? <laughs> and a, a lot more money. And, right. and so that does shift. But I don't think it shifts because, well, I, I just think it's a time thing. That, hey, I'm not arguing with that. That you have in your life have to identify what the thing is. So when you're identifying, it looks a lot different. Then once you discover what it is, you can go all in and do all the things that you're capable of doing at the time. Right. But then you have to acknowledge that getting older, you're probably not going to have the energy. So you're going to have to find another way to d- deliver right. that thing. But I think the point that I want to hone in on is that at each of those stages you just talked about requires preparation. Mm-hmm. And so you, you do prepare in the beginning with education or, or whatever it is you're doing to set your foundation. But even while we're in right now, I would call this phase like execution. We still must be preparing for what the next phase is. Yeah. So that, you know, like our family, right? Like we don't want to have to try to come back and do what we're doing in execution when we're tired, we're older, and we're going to make less money doing it, right? So how can we right now prepare for a different outcome for that next phase? And even in that next phase, you want to prepare for what it looks like after your death right so how are you preparing what are you doing now i'm not right i mean like (laughs) this is a new thought for me and i'm like man i gotta get my stuff together (laughs) i need to start preparing (laughs) and it just is hitting me all right now and so that's kind of why i wanted to touch on it okay um i mean we've talked about retirement before and everything but i think so i I am starting to get why our perceptions were different uh, mm-hmm. And even that retirement thing, like I was thinking when we started to talk about this, that yeah, it may be slow, but I have to start it now because this thing that is my 
income potential is going to eventually dwindle. Exactly. And and that I am. So the energy thing came up that I'm going to need something that's more automated because even right now I struggle with having the time to do those extra things. And and so I think that that was my thought process. Yes. And kind of sorting through the decisions about what I do next. Yeah. No. And I think that's why it's hitting me because I'm like, oh, I thought I was going to be invincible. (laughs) I'm going to be young forever. (laughs) Right. So when you're 35 and you creak every day, you start to realize. (laughs) I mean, granted, I've always wanted to retire at 30, but like. (laughs) But to you, that's probably why your perception was that, right? Because you're like, I'm going to retire at 30 and I'm good at 30. Like I'm still moving. And you weren't thinking about retiring at 55 where your knees hurt. (laughs) Yeah, 35. (laughs) Like, no, no. So yeah, so my whole mind has been blown. And I think that's why I was just trying to walk you through this like how I'm trying to conceptualize yeah. it in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's yeah. good. I, I think I get it now. Yes. <laughs> Y'all, my mind works in mysterious ways. Okay. Usually I catch on a lot faster. It took a little while this time. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're going to stop confusing you. Until next time, I'm your girl, Sinesha Nicole. And I'm Shana Dixon. And, and we, we are Black Girl, Girl Fly. Fly.